Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another On The Box podcast, a TV show podcast on the Anfield Index channel. This show is part two of the Black Mirror podcast. We're going to get straight to it. If you haven't listened to the first part, you need to go and listen to that. That's part one of this two-part podcast discussing season one and season two of Black Mirror, which is around seven episodes. So we just we pretty much covered all of them. Season three is now what we're going to talk to with my guest, who is once again, Mr. Simon Dowling. How are you doing, Si? That was fantastic to be back after that. I really liked the first one. It feels like a long week since we recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> a Black Mirror week. A I Black like Mirror week, yeah. It's like, like a turn the tile. <laughs> a cookie week. <laughs> a cookie week. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back. And this time it's season three. And this time, as we said in the first one, this was bought... The rights for this show were bought by Netflix and everything chucked on there and available in one go. No more waiting week by week, you know. All of it binged, allowed for you to just watch it at any time you want. And um, £40 million, pounds, um, so it's a lot of money, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's crazy. It's, I mean, it's just pretty much, I mean, because it wasn't, I don't know how popular the show really was when it was first on i mean it was it felt like it was a bit more of a kind of indie kind of a hit you know like a cult show and to be picked up by netflix is massive i mean it's huge and i know most people have only watched it now for the for the for the first time on netflix i mean like i i watched it maybe three years ago i think um so i've only just watched it now i've only just watched it now recently and I, I, something that I picked up on was the entire the entire history of you, episode three of season one, was actually loved so much by um, Robert Downey Jr. that he wanted to take the story and make it into a movie with his, you know, his um, his production company. So he's actually wow. had someone write up the story or try to, but I don't know whether it's going to happen now. But this was the story mm. back in 2014, I think it was, or whenever it came out. 
that you know this it's been going on so the the, the basically that's how much effect it had on people you know that's very so that's, interesting that's yeah, why yeah. then it got into the news and people like netflix thought ooh you know there's some big people who want to do stuff with this so the the writing obviously of um you know charlie brooker is very popular and very rated now highly rated yeah. you know He's kind of a legend type of thing with these stories that he comes out with. So, obviously, let's move on straight to um, Season 3. And Episode 1 is Nosedive, directed by uh, Joe Wright, who actually directed Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, and recently Pan in 2015. The story, again, is by the main man, Charlie Brooker. This one stars uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Alice Eve, James Norton, and Cherry Jones. So, uh, Bryce herself, you know... Pretty big name uh, ish. You know, mm. She starred in Terminator Salvation. She was Gwen Stacy in Spider Man Three. She was in Jurassic World, uh, and she was in Pete's Dragon recently, which I took my girls to watch. So, you know, quite quite familiar face. This one. I, I, this is one of my. This is one of my favorite episodes, dude. Favorite, yeah, favorite, I like this yeah. one as well. Yeah, yeah, because this is pure social media. Oh yeah. Pure social media and pure, like, what social media can do to you, you know? But they just heighten it. Oh. So instead of, like, saying, you can't be my mate because you ain't got 10,000 followers, you know what I mean? Like, we're in, yeah, a, yeah. we're in a bit of a group now. There might be some idiots doing this on Twitter. I don't know. But I know this for sure. <laughs> some people do look down on others or use it as a... As an insult, oh yeah, you and your twenty-five followers can fuck off. <laughs> you know, like it's just nonsense. Jesus, it's terrible. Shouldn't and you then there's like that? the um, you know, yeah. And then there's this whole thing of of Airbnb that you need to have a certain amount of like um, a certain rating to be able to even be on the website and eBay and all that. You know, it's it's basically this whole world yeah. of trying to yeah. trying to please people yeah and in and forums being, yeah in forums yeah. to get a level to get a level yeah, in forums you're like, yes, you've got to get I have three, loads of likes three stars. I've yeah, got to get yeah, three yeah. stars and if you get five stars you're allowed to go into different rooms on a forum <laughs> okay so imagine that what we just talked about how you've got to be at a certain point on a social media platform to get into certain things and apply it to your fucking life that's what this episode does. It's fucking freaky. It's scary to think that shit like this could happen. She plays it to a T. Everyone is fucking fake, okay? Bryce plays the fake person to a T, by the way. You are there on your phone, and these phones look magnificent, by the way. Really cool um, pieces of work. But everyone is on their phone. So if I see, say, if I see Simon on the street, I'll go up to Simon and say, Ah, oh, sorry, man, your beard looks fucking awesome today. And then I'll fucking <laughs> rate him. I'll look at, I'll put, point the phone at him and his face will come on the phone and I'll rate him five stars and I'll give him a smile and then wait. And then he'll look at me and goes, thanks, Gags. And then he'll rate me five stars. And basically that's what this show is about. It's about the obsession of being rated by people on the street anywhere in the world or anytime by people that even got higher ratings than you rated by them really highly it's all about your rating and you get an average so you have a 4.1 or 4.2 or 4.3 whatever you'll have 
a rating, an average, and you're trying to always move it up and up and up. And that's what the story is about. This girl, Lacey, that's her name, Lacey. Lacey Pan, yeah. She's trying to get better. She wants to move higher. She's obsessed with her ex-friend that's on social media who's got like a 4.5 or a 4.6 rating, and she's on a 4.2, and she wants to be that popular and she just likes all of her stuff all the time and her friend just ignores the shit out of her yeah and so she's yep. always trying to get to this level where she wants to be as popular as a friend and she she just wants to better in better herself in life right that's what everyone wants to do i uh, just stop me if you think i'm saying anything wrong by the way so no that's the basic premise of it and then the one other little thing is that it also affects depending on how high of a a rating that you have it affects where you can live and work so you know obviously if you're think it's if you're less than a 2.5 you are on you basically won't be able to work so that's an important thing you know so it is important in 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 that world rating equals money basically as well as um as well as a kind of imagine going to get a mortgage right for a place and they go yeah, we could give you a discount of 20%, but you need to be a 4.5. You know, that's the type of fucking crazy shit that is going on in this episode. Oh, you can't get a rental. You can't get a <laughs> rental. you got to stay. you got to get a shit car because you ain't a 4.5. And like shit like that is going, it's mad. It's and mad. And then just imagine how fake everyone would be to be like oh hey how are you i love your new haircut that oh thanks very much here's a five for you know it's just this constant like someone fake get, someone, niceness yeah, the whole time a, the whole episode is about people being fake so she gets a, get, gets a coffee so she, when the person gives her a coffee she says oh thank you so much you, you, you may or gives a guy a compliment and then he has to give her a five rating back you just basically see that every kind of human interaction people are just swiping their thumb on this phone and pointing it at people and doing this fake smile and you're just like so irritated by it in the episode but it's it's <laughs> it's like you have to watch it because it's so interesting that what the fuck is going on here what are they doing and um in the end they give you an example of how someone in the office does something wrong can't remember the exact story but his his rating plummets and she basically tries to help him out uh, because he gets her a drink. And basically a couple of people in the office revolt against her and give her a couple of bad ratings. Anyway, in the end, something happens and her friend, her friend that she wants to be so bad, ends up giving her a five rating. And then out of the blue ends up calling her and showing off her perfect, amazing body and life. And that <laughs> she's getting married and that she wants her to be her maid of honor or one of them, you know? Yeah. Uh, bridesmaids so all while this is happening obviously Lacey's trying to get a house a mortgage and the mortgage people all the house people are saying you need to be a 4.5 she goes to some specialist to see how to get her rating up that specialist says you need to have like hundreds of 4.7s and 8s or 9s rate you and it'll bring yours up really quick you know so she sees in her friend's wedding an opportunity to get all these ratings to move up so she can have a better life, a better house, which is amazing, by the way. It's gorgeous. And um, her friend has her own motives, right? Yep. So basically what then happens is 
they, it's all about arranging and getting there. And by the way, she's living with her brother. They're selling this house. Her brother's a 3.7. She's absolutely slapping him down because he's a 3.7. You know the thing that we talked about earlier, followers? you got less followers than me. You're a bitch. She's yeah, basically yeah. doing she's that. She's like that, him. yeah. She's just slapping him down. You're only a 3.7. And he goes, I'm happy in my life with a 3.7. I don't need to be fake. I don't want to live your life, you know? Your, your fake life. So, anyway... This then side begins the nosedive. Uh, it just starts getting cringier and cringier. Oh, God. She just starts to get like... Bad luck. So she's completely obsessed with this whole, the rating thing beyond the point. Like, I mean, she's just, that's all that she thinks about. Um, so she's basically has to just get to the wedding. That's all she has to do. And every possible thing that you could think of bad just starts to happen to her and like it isn't it like the first thing she misses her it was her flight her flight is cancelled or something the is car, it or the she car fucks up oh it's something. the car first yeah so she gets a rental car and it breaks down or oh, something the, and oh no no no, no it's no, the no, flight no, first it is isn't the flight, it is the flight first yeah the flight gets cancelled totally yeah so it's and, nothing and happens she's, it's just that it cancels and, she, and she's trying to explain to them how important this wedding is and she's like this is me like i have to be be up to a 4.5 to to get this house and she just becomes a complete nightmare and all the people who are there rate her badly then because they're like oh who's this bitch but basically you know she's just she's wrecking my head so they're all just aiming at her and there's a a little thing pops up on the screen with a label kind of like an ear noise and you just see it going from 4.4 to 4.3 and the more it drops the more annoying she becomes yeah and, and then she, just, she and, <laughs> snaps at the woman at the desk yeah she has yeah. to call security and the security guard drops her a point a full for, point for 24 hours for 24 hours yeah and says sorry you're gonna leave the airport and i'm dropping you a point for 24 hours and she's freaking out <laughs> So she's now down to a 3.1 or a 3.2, right? 3.1, yeah. And she goes to get a higher car, and it says anyone above 4.2, which she was, can get a really fancy car, higher car, get it straight away and go. rest of you queue up. So she queues up. She gets an old model car. It starts to run out of electricity. Uh, sorry, uh, you know, charge. And then she goes to charge it. And because it, because obviously the new models are out, the place that she stops hasn't got any charge. Like, hasn't got the same adapter. So she tries to be fake with the guy at the desk and really nice to him and says, oh, have you got an adapter? And he goes, no. And he t- asks, she asks him really nicely to look and he goes, no. And she smiles at him and she goes, ding, rates him a five. And the cunt rates her a two. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? Why? He goes, well, it wasn't really a meaningful, you know, it wasn't a worthwhile chat, you know? Was anything major? <laughs> so why should I give you a five? And she's like, "Oh, bastards!" So she's then got no way to go now in this car. So she basically does so many different things, and she she basically fakes now to get onto this weird bus, doesn't she? Yeah, which is like some yeah, fan she place. hitchhikes her way into some bus, which was um, it was some sort of like a bus for like some a sort show. of like an anime or something or yeah. a film. This real like cold kind of fans. And they're all wearing outfits from that show and they they know all the different facts and they, they're like massive big fans. And she just acts like she's a big f- f- fan as well. 
and they eventually start asking her about like, oh, who's your favorite character in the show? And she's trying to fake it through, and they basically find out that she's that she's but she only never found, really watched they only the show. Found out when she doesn't watch it because her friend rings her up and says, "You're down to a fucking three point two, three point one. I don't want you." What, no, you're down to a 2.7. I don't want you on my show anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't want you at my wedding anymore. The whole reason why I wanted you was because you were 4.2 and, you know, I needed someone from a different, you know, level. <laughs> I needed someone from a different level. I didn't want, like, a, everyone to be 4.5. And she's like, you bitch. And then, basically, she doesn't get a rating back from a friend because she's always waiting for a rating back or something. Her friend puts the phone down and says, don't you dare turn up. And then she's going mad and she tells the people in the bus that she'd never seen it and she's just using them. They kick her out and they fucking all rate her low. She's now down to like a 1.8 or something. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> but she ends up in the mud, walking through, finally getting to the wedding, absolutely looking disgusting in her bridesmaids. In her bridesmaid uh, dress as well. Yeah, yeah, in a dress and mud everywhere. And she's going to do the speech, which is she's been obsessing about the whole show as well. And she does oh, yeah, it. Her speech. Yeah. She does it, and she just goes fucking nuts, and uh, everyone just marking her down and down and down. She's basically down to a naught point something, isn't she? In the end, and she's got a knife to her own throat as well. Yeah, just to finish it, because obviously security's trying to get her. It's just disgusting. It's just such a sad state of affairs. So Cringe. cringy, isn't it? Like so, it's cringy is the best word to describe yeah, it. It's, you're it's, just like, ah. Yeah, I was like, I actually found myself nearly like yelling at her at the screen. I'm like, what are you doing? Just stop talking, you know, that kind of way. You're just like, I couldn't even, it was so hard to watch it. It was really tough. It just shows the obsession of social media, the obsession of being wanted to be accepted. There's, there's many people like this that if they're not accepted, they go over the edge. You know, if you're not accepted, if you're not involved, you just need to just, calm down a yeah. little bit and move away from it and I think social media the pressures of it and people really trying to take things seriously just need to stop you know need to stop and and in the end she gets chucked into into jail doesn't she or into a cell yeah. and she ends up arguing with some other guy and basically I think what they try and show is she starts swearing because she never swears because she's so fake you know she's so fake the whole show and now she's actually swearing at this guy and really herself because she's got nothing to lose anymore She's got no rating. So basically the real, you know, the freedom. I I felt like even though she's in jail, she got freed. Did you get, did you get what I mean? Sorry. Oh yeah. It's like, it was, it was like she reached a point where she wasn't thinking about what people thought anymore that she could finally be, she could finally be her and she could speak the way she wanted to speak without having any negative effects. And because like in the past, all of her, every, every act, like every thank you and hi was all just to boost her own score. That's all it was about. And she was obsessed with that. But now that isn't a thing anymore. She's reached the bottom. So she can basically, yeah, she's now completely free and she's now who she is, which is her, you know, and it's, so it is a pretty happy ending i guess isn't it it's a definitely well in a a bleak way (laughs) she's fucking in jail so it's not happy but it just basically says just be yourself you know and find yourself don't try and be something for someone else or to get something else you just have to be you know who you are be real 
and in, in that way you actually have happiness as well. So she had actually has a smile on her face when she's swearing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think I think though, as an episode, she was brilliant. Her acting, yeah. was, and even Naomi, um, Alice Eve, was fantastic in this. You know, as the bitch friend, she was so good. But Bryce was just phenomenal. I thought made fantastic. the episode one of the best uh, performances in the entire, um, you know, three seasons. Uh, but but she was great, and I also thought that it was really arty. You know the the the, the world that, that Joe Wright created. You know you could tell that he did something like Pride and Prejudice, where he created. You know it's like a kind of an arty type of, because he created a world that was so beautiful as well. Like it was that smooth, wasn't it? Everything was yeah. nice, curved, and you know people just standing there looking at their phones. But everything stood out. All the colors stood out. It didn't look it like looked Earth. amazing. Yeah, it yeah. Didn't, it didn't look like it Earth. Really it was vibrant, fantastic. really vibrant. And I thought, yeah, I thought that's what this this episode was different. It brought out. It was really produced well. It was really directed well. So they spent and also a lot- the um, also the 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 people who it was who it was written by as well are. Um, Michael Schur and and Rashida Jones, who are you know from the American office, so that's I think they definitely added. It was a very the script was quite unique. I thought like I thought this episode it, it didn't look like any of the first any any of the first no. two seasons at all. The acting was like it like all of them the acting is fun is fantastic but this one just felt like they they've he's taken this show in a new direction it's a bit American. more americanized American. yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah. yeah it wasn't it yeah. was the teleplay that Rashida jones and mike shared did and, and yeah it, it definitely did feel like right we're taking a bit of a turn here now from more of a british show it's turning into more of a an american type show and that that kind of continues as well going forward a little bit but i did think yeah. this was one of the best ones and like i liked I said, it a lot they yeah. kicked it off really well season three okay anything else to add on on, on, on uh, um, the only other little small thing is is just to add on with the whole american versus kind of english thing is all of these episodes are a lot they're about um they're about a hour or more so that's more of an American thing, I think, is to have more episodes and more time. So that's and it's an in, it's just an interesting thing that he's 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 kind of went the complete opposite way from short seasons and shorter episodes. And I liked it. Though. I think it's nice to have to have it a little bit different than the first two seasons, but to to kind of have that really dark edge there. I feel like this season they've decided to say we're going to take as long as it takes to tell the story rather than cut, cut, you know, parts and whatever. I think he said if it's going to take an hour and a half, we're going to do an hour and a half. If the story takes 75 minutes, we're going to do 75 minutes, you know? Also, I I feel like also the first ones, they, they were about, they were a little bit more vague and they, they, talked about a lot more things in each one whereas in the third one I feel like they're more just about one thing and they really delve into this one aspect which I like and it you know it just has its it has its advantages 
as well. But you know, like like they spend a lot more time on one idea, which yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, that was um, episode one. That was dive. So episode two was playtest, directed by Dan uh, Trachtenberg. I think he he also directed Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, and it's written by Charlie again. Uh, this one stars uh, Wyatt Russell. Now, this guy, you probably don't know him, but I have a feeling that Wyatt Russell is going to be a, a star in the future. Because- you probably know his his um, his mum and his dad, though. Kurt Very, Russell. It's, uh, yeah. No way. Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell. Uh, hold on, I have to look this up really quick. But it's yeah, Kurt it's- Russell's son. Yeah. Fucking and hell. Goldie Hawn's son son as well and also wow. Kate Hudson's half brother <laughs> this is that's mad so it's a famous actor yeah so serious family basically he was really good I thought and I don't want to cover this one unless you do too too uh, in, in too much depth just a little bit yeah there's not yeah I, it's basically I, I, about I liked it it's, yeah, yeah it's great it's about a, it's about a game you know it's about someone creating a game uh, well, well the game's developer should I say and Basically, just putting you into the game by 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 putting uh, some kind of microchip into the back of your head and implanting it in there, and then you kind of live live this. The, the, apparently, the, the, what you've got to do is survive this house, this virtual reality. Yeah, it's like it's meant to be kind of this. Um, it's meant to be like horror, so it's this person wants to make the world's scariest video game ever by making things appear that aren't actually there so they have this little thing that they put into your mind and it makes you feel like things are happening so it's like um just completely messes with your head pretty much um and yeah it's uh, it's an interesting episode and it, it the it's the first time that they've had one. I'm pretty sure that where they're doing a test on and on a new technology as opposed to having already advanced and perfected it. So it's interesting to watch things where they're just tr- they're it's trying like, things out. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. an interesting. I like that aspect of it. And it scared the shit out of me. I don't know about about. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. Like, yourself, it was, I was funny. Like, it was terrified. funny at times as well. He was hilarious yeah. at times, but it was dead fucking serious. And I was terrified. And, yeah, they 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 actually spent some money on CGI on this one in terms of you know, kind of horror type things. You know, um, species and stuff turning up in where he yeah. was in the house and stuff like that. And um, basically, he. he, he Wyatt himself, it was so funny at times, and then he went dead serious. And by the end of it, it's fucking maniacal. So he got to <laughs> he got to show so many different sides of himself in this show, you know. And um, that's what I liked as well. I thought he he played it really well. But the story itself, a little bit weak. Didn't think it was the best. Yeah, you know, it no, wasn't, it wasn't the best of what we've had before. Little computer computer game thing weak. And then in the end, he's pretty much only done like one second of a test. And we've seen the whole episode, and he's point zero four seconds or something. And he's stupid, died yeah. in like milliseconds. He actually dies. Yeah, in milliseconds. Of the he goes to test. answer his phone or something, or he's he's answered the it. Person, yeah. yeah. And the he phone... basically <laughs> interferes with his phone, and that does that, and it's that then interferes with the video 
game and it makes it malfunction and he dies. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, yeah, a big it's, story arc in there with his mother and all that, you know. Yeah, and and how what happens and how you know he's basically in the end the 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 killer is that when he dies, it's because his phone interferes with the device, the radio waves or what the phone waves, whatever you know, and um, it's his mom calling him, who he was trying to, you know, it's just it's just mad, isn't it? It's just mad how it works out that she ended yeah, up was killing like, him. Yeah, it was like basically the entire thing was her, was him. He kind of didn't want to speak to her and she's trying to ring him. And obviously, I think they had a big fight or something happened. He ran away from home. But anyway, yeah, so by by her trying to ring him, he ends up being dead. I don't know. It was a bit, it was a strange ending. I thought it was twisty, but I liked it, but it wasn't my what definitely was my favorite one anyway. Yeah. I but think there's a couple again, yeah, the, again, the acting, like in all of them, it's just fantastic, isn't it? How It's great. Yeah. It's brilliant. Great. The lady who's like, you know, getting him settled in and stuff is hilarious as well. She's really good. So anyway, the next episode is, again, this is one of my favorites. Episode three, Shut Up and Dance, uh, directed by James Watkins, written by Booker, Brooker again, and William Bridges, starring uh, Alex Lawther, Jerome Flynn, Bron from Game, Game of Thrones people. Bron Big shout out. from Game of Thrones, yes, brilliant. He is brilliant. And pretty much these two run the entire, entire episode. And I, I, I love this one. So it all starts with the kid, uh, he's Alex Lawther, who's, who's basically just you know, biding his time in a dead-end job, you know, cleaning and stuff, and he's picked on and everything, and basically he goes home, and his sister's always borrowing his laptop, and he's pissed off with her, he, he locks his own door up, so she can't get to his laptop. Um, uh, anyway, so one day, he comes home, he switches his laptop on, and um, she's, he's, he's got to clear his laptop up, because she's she's fucked it up with malware, so he basically goes and downloads a stupid bit of software, which you should never do to clear malware is get more malware. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he ends up cleaning. He thinks he's cleaned his laptop. But what happens is um, basically he's inadvertently given some hackers access to his uh, webcam. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. So happened, yeah. he's then basically goes on to a porn site and starts uh, beating himself off having a wank, and uh, as soon as he's done his deed, he's very happy with himself, and all of a sudden he gets a message, um, an email, and he checks it. We just saw what you did, and he was like, what? And then basically, from there, he, he is blackmailed, and they basically blackmailed him and said, if you don't do what we say, we are going to send what you just did. We recorded you. They show him a video of himself, uh, what he's doing, and they are going to forward it to all of his contacts and tell his mother. So this young lad obviously is shitting himself uh, and he complies. So he ends up going to work, but they ring him or they text him, right? And they say, go and meet this person at this place and, um, you know, pick up what you need. And so he ends up traveling up on his bike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think he has to bring them a a box with a, um, a cake. 
No, 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 he's got no cake yet. He just has to get there first. The cake comes, this guy meets him there, gives him the oh, cake, geez, right? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so he goes <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, he goes on his bike and the guy gives him the cake. And now he's like, how the hell do I get this cake on a bike to where I need to go? So he walks, doesn't he? He just holds, he gets off his bike and just walks pretty much <laughs> with the bike. And he has to go to a hotel. And in the hotel is Jerome Flynn, who is Bron. So he goes in and he gives the cake to him and 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 basically knocks on the door and the guy goes what uh, what do you want and he goes I'm not giving I'm not opening the door I don't need the cake who is this and basically he just goes the cake's from Mindy yeah and he goes oh yeah. Mindy and then he lets him in and it's just all dead awkwardness now both of them dead awkward he goes what I don't get what you're doing what's going on and then obviously he gets the the message uh, Bron, that is, I forget what his name is in the show, by the way. Hector. <laughs> Hector. He gets the, he gets the message that he must do, he must take the kid with the cake and go and deliver it. Um, no, no, no. They've just got to go and do something, haven't they? Yeah. So basically, um, they're got... basically just told to go to this car, to a car park. Yeah. Um, and they have to use a car. They're, they're told which car to take. And at the start of the episode, by the way, in this car, someone's actually putting the keys of this car, uh, 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 for this car under the wheel, on top of the wheel, on top of the tire, you know? Yeah. yeah. The wheel arch. So you see that at the start. So that all clicks in together. And, um, so they get in the car and they wait instructions and basically they get to where they need to get to, which is a bank. And they say, open the cake. So basically before they get there though, they get stopped at the petrol station by this woman. And they're fucking just driving like maniacs to try and get to the spot. And the the hackers are like, if you don't get there in 10 minutes, we're going to tell everyone everything. And while they're driving, um, they basically uh, get to the bank in the end. They get rid of this woman who's shitting herself in the back because they're driving like maniacs. (laughs) And it's dead funny. And um, it's dead awkward because he doesn't want to tell who he is, you know, the kid. And uh, the other guy doesn't want to get anything, you know, doesn't want to touch the cake, you know, because it's got a name on it. Uh, a Mindy, a Mindy, but it's not his wife's, and this woman is his wife's mate. So in the end, they get to outside this bank, and uh, the hackers say, "Open the cake." Opens the cake, and they go and find something. There's a gun in there, isn't there? There's a gun in there. Gun, a hat, and a pair of shades. That's right. And yeah, and so they're told then we we the... want you to rob a bank. Yeah. So one of um, you is a ro- robber. Yeah. And one of you. Well, one of you is the driver. driver. Yeah. So the and then can't drive. Hector. And then I think, isn't it then Hector basically tells the kid, look, you have to do it. I can't, you know, he's better. He basically finds a way to convince him to go and rob the bank. He basically scares the shit out of the kid. Yeah. He's going to get in (laughs) trouble and his mom's going to see that he's been, you know, basically he goes, what did you do? And he goes, oh, just watch some porn. And he goes, so you're just getting done for watching some porn. That's a, you know, that's nothing bad. Just do it. There's no way, you know, but yeah. and then in the end he goes, but then he totally ends up contradicting himself once it happened, once they get the instruction. He goes, if your mom sees that, she's going to be so disgusted. <laughs> if you think about it, this and that and the other. And then he basically yeah. drives him insane, right? And then he, she, he goes, why can't, and he goes, you must do it. If my wife finds out that I've been with a prostitute, you know, uh, I'm going to get in trouble. She's going to leave me. My kids will leave me. You know, so Bron's giving his, the Hector's giving, sorry, giving his, um, <laughs> so I keep, I keep, he's Bron for me. Okay. That's yeah, it. Yeah, me too. So he gives his, um, story that I, I, you know, so, so the kid's been, you know, masturbating to, uh, porn, usual porn and the guy's been, um, 
with a prostitute, but both been videoed. So they're both like, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. And in the end, he pressures him so much, he screams his head off. He's bawling, he's crying, right? And he puts the cap on, he takes the gun, he goes into the bank, he robs the bank. Whilst he's robbing the bank, he's pissed himself. Literally, he's pissed, there's a pool of piss in the bank. And the, 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 the woman behind the cashier is like, what the fuck's going on? He's robbing me, but he's pissing himself. So she puts loads of money in a bag cash and he goes and they get in the car and they go to the point where they need to go so he basically gets out and they say he needs to walk to this middle of this uh, forest and and Hector needs to drive back home so he goes into this forest and there's another guy there and um, he goes did you bring the money and he goes yeah I brought the money he thought he was just doing a handover but no then then basically they, they, they what, what do they call it the thing that they flew in the air a drone. They've basically got a drone in the air, which has got cameras. And uh, they go, by the way, we're fighting to the death. And he goes, you what? And he goes, yeah, we're fighting to the death now. Whoever wins takes the money. And he goes, okay. And he goes, I ain't fighting. He goes, you're going to have to fight. And basically, at this point, the other guy goes, look, I'm destroyed. Yeah, they've caught me with kids. Kiddie porn, yeah. Yeah, with kiddie porn. You know, surely that's what they've caught you with as well. And at this point, the kid's face is just blank, right? He does nothing. And the next thing you see is just the kid, basically, obviously, he's won somehow. Yeah, because he's got the gun, hasn't he? And uh, Yeah, he tries to shoot him, and then he... They have a fight. Then he starts, and then he thinks about it, and he, and he tries to take his own life, and there's no, no. there's no, there's no ammo in it. Yeah. And then they fight, Um and the kid, and the kid has wins won the fight. because they don't show Somehow. the fight. They don't show the fight yeah. too much. But but what they show is he's got mud all over him and he's all fucked up. And basically, what they show is that he's walking away, and then all of a sudden, the police has appeared behind him. And basically, if all of them carried everything out, it would have been fine. So the first thing you see is the woman who put the the gun, uh, the keys and the gun, uh, the keys. Sorry, under the wheel arch. She gets a message of the guy smile. What, what's it called? It's the, the little um, troll face. Yeah, troll emoji. face smile emoji. And then, and then he. So she gets that, and then all of a sudden you see on the screen that it says te- she's a teacher, and that she's groped or she's done something with a, one of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and then it goes to. Um, Bron, who's Hector, and he walks into his house and opens the door and his wife's sitting there and she looks at him with absolute disgust and anger and and tears and says, Mindy? And immediately you know he's been doing something with a kid, you know? Because it wasn't an anger, it wasn't a prostitute anger, it was a disgust look on this wife's face. Disgust, like, not anger as in you cheated on me, disgust, you know? And then you see the kid walking and his mom calling him and he picks the phone up and she says, what have you done? Why have you been looking at children or doing this? You know, yeah. and you all, you automatically realize that the whole episode, you're feeling sorry for these people that they're getting treated like shit by these hackers for doing what no people do these things, right? To porn and with hookers or whatever. And yep. you, and you think, you know, this is a bit excessive. Why are you making doom? But then all of a sudden the twist is uh, that they're being punished for doing something despicable. 
and you in the end feel like, yeah, good. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? It's, I know. It's yeah. weird that how it just automatically changes your feelings on the episode. I mean, what did you feel when you watched this? Uh, because the first thing I thought back to was when the kid in like the first five or ten minutes, he's at work and you see him you see him interacting with this like with this eight year old and he kind of comes over to him and helps him out and you're like, Oh, that's really nice and then when you watch what happened at the end, you're just like, Oh god damn it, that's so twisted. You're just like, mm. you know, he was just being nice to him because he's you know, that for a completely fucked up reason and I was just I just felt like not ill, but I was like Ah, uh, this is just horrible. I couldn't. It was a really good twist, and it was just so hard to to take. But I mean, it's it's a thing that's turned up in a few of episodes about you know basically punishing people who've done bad things. But yeah, very similar to White Bear. Feels like yeah, but I think I felt like they actually had kind of earned that punishment in a way. Which and is that's the, why I you like know what this, I mean? this episode yeah. one of my favourites because of the punishment to what they did, but also how they made you feel sorry for these characters and then they totally do a U-turn. And as they do the U-turn, you yourself do the U-turn and are now happy with what's happened, but you're also disgusted with what they've done, but you're happy with the fate of those characters, yeah. <laughs> but 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 you're disgusted. It's such a weird feeling. But I have to say, guys, the acting in this episode again from both of these guys is fantastic. You know, the the, the child actor and um, you know Alex Lawther and uh, Jerome Flynn, both magnificent. It's a must-watch episode. It's yeah, my second this favorite is one. Of one. The best episodes, yeah. And uh, just Definitely. because of how it plays with your head, uh, you should have already watched it because we're spoiling it for you. So you shouldn't really be watching. <laughs> Hopefully, you watched it. You feel the same. But by the way, if you disagree with us, if you think we've missed anything in terms of reviewing it or what we should have felt, what you felt, tweet us on at Gagstandin, at on the box or at hefty horse here um for some reason uh yeah <laughs> one day find out why but anything else you want to add on on that brilliant episode no i think that's no. pretty much okay it. the next two we're going to try and go through as quick as we can episode four is uh san junipero directed by owen harris and written by brooke again starring gugu uh mabatha raw and Mackenzie davis not one of my favorite episodes really this one about um, oh god, I don't even know. It's just a this is a weird episode, is a it, isn't it? Uh, this is just a strange. We should just episode. Like, we should just like let the people watch this one. <laughs> you know what? The funniest thing is, I went and tried to look at ratings online. This episode has been rated the best by so yeah. many people. It's so weird, you know. This is it? why I'm saying some people will love this. It's like artwork. Some people will say it's like artwork, but for I me, mean, I just couldn't connect to it. I liked it a lot. I mean, I thought it looked absolutely amazing and the thing i liked about it was it i I don't know i like it's it just looked brilliant the and um the music was fantastic i thought really good actually that's something that we had that we've not talked much about i think every episode the music is brilliant in it um and this one the music was done by um I can't remember. It's, he's 
quite a well-known person, but it was, it was, I just felt this was a really weird episode and it didn't, it's not really, feels like even though they're not linked, everything has the same themes are there in them all in certain ways. This one feels like it's completely apart from everything else. And it's also mainly based in the, in the, 80s as well which is you know so it's not it's just a weird episode i liked it but it's weird no it was very strange um will we will we talk through what happens in it a little bit um if you want to it's uh, kind I, of a I, it's just i think yeah. it's hard to explain because it's kind of like basically that you're on your deathbed and you can pass into a virtual reality kind of thing and um you actually don't we don't know it's virtual reality at this point. We just think it's two girls in this town that they've come to on a break type thing. And um, there's one girl who's really confident and one girl who's a bit backwards and, you know, not as uh, modern. And uh, they both hit it off. And then one keeps disappearing for some reason, um, even though there's, and they, they only appear every week. And then years go by and they both still look the same, you know? Yeah. It's just dead weird, and you're like, what the fuck is going on, man? And in the end, you realize, I'm really doing this fast, by the way, because there's loads of bits that go in the middle, um, that, that they are basically on their deathbeds, and they are allowed by their hospice, where they are, or their care homes, to pass into this place once a week for a few hours. And they're basically meeting each other there, but in their best form, shall we say. So they're really old, but what the best what they think is their best time you know of how they looked in their lives and um yeah that's pretty much it isn't it yeah and in the end you're basically allowed to pass over so when you die if you do want to die and you die you're allowed to permanently go and live in this virtual reality and it's about how they both want to end up getting there but with a couple of twists and turns of what's going on but um you you, and it ends like with them being like it, it's a pretty it's happy ending. One. It's the only one. It's the only show happy ending with the happy ending. I think that's why a lot of people rated it the highest because it got a happy ending. But fuck me, man, who wants to see a happy ending <laughs> nowadays? Like, this is Black Mirror. Come this on, is, my, this is motherfucking endings. Black Motherfucker Mirror. You know, this is like it's, it needs to fucking shoot you in the foot or something or in the heart you know it's, it's supposed to hurt you but yeah there's a lot more to this one there's a lot more to the to it than what we said by the way we're just trying to go through it because we're, we're we're running out of time yeah and, uh, no like i do i did really like it a lot but there's not that much to really talk through it like there are like it's it's more of of just one that looks nice it's acted well mm. nice music the plot's not bad. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a very good plot, but it's not, there's not a lot of things to really talk through and it hasn't got that same type of, a, that kind of effect on you. No, you don't feel like, the oh, rest wow, do. that, but that it's, affected me. I can kind of, I can definitely see why it's the most liked one, but I don't think it really, it wouldn't be the one that I'd pick for people to watch first because it's not like any of the rest of them and if you you know so it's definitely worth 
it's worth the watch, but it's not my number one pick. No, and then okay, sure. but something similar. I think again, one that wasn't my one of my favorites. Uh, episode five, Men Against the Fire, directed by uh, Jacob Verbruggen, uh, who is who has directed House of Cards episodes, by the way, people, and is written by Brooker. And um, basically, this one actually has. Stamper from House of Cards, Michael Kelly. So you can see that the guy who directs House of Cards decided to pull in someone who, who to play a, more, a bit of a villain role. Uh, Stamper from House of Cards, who's magnificent, by the way. So that was nice because when I saw his face, I was like, oh my God, Stamper. So pretty much something <laughs> like, um, you know, when I saw Bron, go, oh my God, Game of Thrones. So I was like, oh my God, House of Cards. So yeah, I liked it that they, they were using people that were fantastic. Again, this one, um, Let's do this quickly if you want. Um, yeah, go for it if you if you want to talk about this one. Um, this one is it. Kind of feels like you're playing a first person shooter. first person shooter. That's the way it's filmed. You're most of it is kind of like filmed through the kind of eyes of a person, and it's based around war and this army there, and who are out to hunt these things called roaches, which are they're described as kind of people who've infected some sort of like um like some sort of illness that's made them aggro and they basically just all have to be wiped out so the army heads around and basically tries to wipe them all out um and then yeah what's the name of the main guy he gets i actually this one I don't really remember too well. Again, I wasn't crazy about this one. Um, remember oh, what happened? Oh, like, it's, it's, it's is, it, is it Stripe and Hunter? Stripe, Hunter, and Medina, yeah. Something like They're that. Just, they basically just go off on this mission to hunt down one of the kind of head... One of the head... No, they go down to hunt the Roaches. person. Yeah, and they find out that there's this person who's been basically harboring them and mm. they go and investigate and they find a nest of them down in the basement but then one of them um, just puts some kind of gadget on yeah uh, on hunter on hunter and basically that's it. no no on 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 uh, stripe isn't on stripe, it sorry yeah, yeah 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 i think it's stripe yeah i think and stripe and then basically they end up um the roaches then look like real people to yeah. him yeah, to him. And, and he's, like, he's trying to hell? explain this to people. He's like, oh, they're actually real people. And um, he's trying to explain this. And everyone's like, no, 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 it's just, it's a trick. And um, and then you find out that the device, what is it again? Sorry, this one is a little bit, this is the one that I don't remember the most. Yeah, me, at all. me neither. It, it, yeah. You can tell that we did a really, we're doing a really bad job. Yeah, you, you can tell Sorry, this guys. one. You can tell we didn't like this one, didn't it? Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I liked the way it was filmed, but yeah, it was. It was probably one of my it's least mass, favorite mass ones. implant. Yeah, it was called a mass, wasn't it? Mass implant into the into the head. That was the, and then the, basically there was an LED device, and that's what they called it. That's all they called it. An LED yeah, device. Yeah, that's pretty much it, wasn't it? Yeah. So basically, Mass, which was a company, and they, they have a system, they were basically making all these guys think that the human beings were actually, you know, kind of animalistic, you know, people to kill them, to make it easier for them to wipe the race out. And, yeah. And, and, and that was what they were doing. So 
It was weird. It was a weird and one. Then they, yeah, and then they played him. They basically then let him look at the world the way it really is and made him feel so so bad about it. So so they made him watch back him basically killing people. And he went and to then stop. And he, and they he agreed. went to him, we'll wipe your memory if you you know and he's like okay 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 so and then he's back to how he was and he starts euthanizing people or however they but they didn't they didn't they, it, like, so didn't they put him to steve and say here have some sex <laughs> like it was just dead fucking funny like it, what the hell <laughs> he has to go to steve to have sex what's going on this is that weird but yeah so that was pretty yeah. much that episode and we it pretty much leads on to um the last one um which is um, hated in the nation, isn't it? Yep, hated in the nation. Which is episode um, six, hated in the nation, directed by James Halsey, who's also directed, by the way, um, Doctor Who, Mad Dogs, Penny Dreadful. Again, written by Charlie Brooker. Um, it's just got uh, new faces, and so it's Kelly Kelly McDonald and uh, Faye Marseille, but Benedict Wong. It's fucking Wong from Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, fucking hell yeah. And he's got a fucking English accent, man. It's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Wong has an English accent? What? But um, this is feature length, people. This is 90 minutes. Okay. And um, I really, really enjoyed this one. I don't know if you did. I love this one, yeah. This is brilliant. Go on, then. So, this one begins god i'm so bad at remembering the very start so this so this basically begin with them online on twitter and there's all this hate crime hate basically let's do it it as fast as possible because otherwise we're going to be here forever so so i'll help you out here so you can just fill in some gaps for me so what i remember this one is there's loads of hate crime going on if someone's done something bad in public uh, for example a writer had um slated somebody who was popular who oh, died, yeah, yeah. and she said that it was um you know she, this person committed suicide or whatever i think it was a suicide they slagged was, someone in a wheelchair as well and yeah, they just had she, she basically few just had different people who did bad things and people really, really online bad views yeah and someone online said death to this writer's name and basically the next thing that happens is there's just a whole you you see this writer sitting in a house just getting shitloads of hate you know twitter hate it's pretty much like twitter they don't say it's twitter but it's pretty much like twitter hate right going bing 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 with the hashtag death to and all of a sudden she's dead on the floor and um you've got a Scottish detective and she's fucking hilarious she's really good she's really nice actually you like her but she's like just, I don't know. She just, what's she's the word? She's very Scottish. <laughs> she's very Scottish. She's just negative about everything, you know. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, don't believe that. Don't Glum and very. Yeah, and then you've got her. She's got a new partner who's just technology. You know, technology. Tech, tech, she just loves technology. She's just everything about, and she just treats says, "Oh, that's this, that's this." And basically, they're both at each other's throats, yeah. or not not throats, but trying they're to. They're very one just up. opposites. Like, yeah, one you can tell is very like. Did, like she's been there a long time so like oh the, it's probably him he probably did it that's normal and then the young girl's like real kind of eager and thinks that she knows best but she has a lot to learn still exactly so basically what happens is they're investigating these um this 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 murder and um 
all of a sudden there's somebody else who's now going to get hate crime because he's gone mad on um, on a TV show where one of his fans turns up and tries to rap or sing, and he just absolutely slates this kid. This 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 popular singer just rips into this kid, and he ends up getting the same treatment in terms of uh, hate. Uh, social yeah. media hate it's the and, same hashtag then yeah, yeah. So and then she, he dies to too him. he dies too so Wong detective or whatever his name is I think he's special agent I don't know um, gets you know does the does the work on that one so in the end all three of them get together and they say we've got two instances now of this and all this time, the, the the story in the side is that there's these bees, electronic bees that have been produced, that are basically uh, because we're in the obviously we're in this, dystop, this this dystopian world where bees are now extinct or almost extinct. So they've had to de- develop these bees to ensure the pollen stuff and the environment is still, you know, everything still works in the world because obviously um, it, environmentally be dangerous if all the bees fucking died, right? So, yep. So ADIs is what they're they're called. Yeah, in the show. That's right. So, as it turns out, these bees have been hacked as well, and uh, they're basically doing the, the the doing the murdering. Someone is reprogramming these bees to kill these people, and you just go through the whole episode then of this chase between you know they're trying to save somebody else who the next person is on the list to die they try and save her they can't because these bees are attacking them they're chasing them everywhere and and in the end long story short it becomes a massive terrorist attack as to that they realize that every single person that used that death to tag was in the end a target and they actually make the mistake of pretty much kicking that off, kicking off that terrorist attack themselves, don't they? Wong press, yeah, they're um, they're in a lab with the with the man who basically looks after the bees, and he's meant they're the bees are meant to be like un unhackable basically, and this man is meant to be the best person to be anti you know anti or not anti test sorry anti kind of hack and they're all there in the lab and he and he and he thinks he's found a way to put them all back on line and then they're like maybe this is probably oh, a trap off. turn them off oh to turn them off sorry yeah. and they're thinking mm, this might be a trap and Wong just goes fuck this and just presses the button with you know thinking that that's the best thing and then it was a trap and, then and they just attack all the people with the debt to who've posted with the debt to hashtag. And in the end, three hundred over three hundred thousand people are murdered by these bees. So the last few scenes of the of the episode, and this is quite tragic because you're like, what the fuck is this? They've just gone for a (laughs) full-length terrorist attack at the end of a 90-minute show, and you've led to that moment where 300,000 people die, the world's greatest, hugest terrorist, you know, biggest terrorist act ever in the history. So basically what happens is she's in court, uh, the main detective, the Scottish one, and they're just getting her her statement, she's telling the story and, you know, they're really feeling bad. Everyone's feeling really guilty. And she says that, you know, she, her partner, uh, all they found of her partner was that 
when they were looking at all the bodies and you know in the in the in the halls and the school halls and stuff you know where they were going in gymnasiums all they saw were bodies and it affected her so much that she went to the beach and they saw her stuff there and they didn't ever find her body so they all assumed that she committed suicide and and killed herself in the sea you know and um basically in the end the scottish detective is in a car riding away and she gets a text from her supposed to be committed suicide dead partner who has actually tracked down the guy who is the hacker that programmed all these bees to kill everybody and she's she's undercover on the sly in this foreign country wherever they are and she just texts her got him <laughs> because basically she's going to arrest him um, or she's going to kill him either way the guy's done and uh, we fade to black which is like, what? No, show us. <laughs> How did you get him? What did he do? But yeah, again, did I, did I summarize that okay? Yeah, that's everything. There's obviously, there's a, there's a lot Loads of stuff more that goes little on bits between, but yeah, that you can I mean, it's on. just quite strange to, when you're watching that bit where they're being chased by bees, it's, just, it's kind of like pretty funny as well. It is, but it's a scary, it's like a horror, it's it's like a horror movie. Bees. Yeah. There's, a, there's a film in there, Killer Bees or something. Something like that. It just becomes like a scene out of that. <laughs> you know, like the old film that you've seen, the Killer Bees one. It's yeah, one of them. Yeah. But yeah, again, really well acted, directed. Um, really good episode. You could tell, you know, it was done well. And, and I thought the production quality was really high on it. You know, with the cars, you see the door, the car doors opening and stuff like that. And how Wong's car was so amazing. Oh, yeah. It was just beautiful, like sci-fi wise. Just superb. Yeah. Like how he's pressing on it. It's like, it was so Doctor Strange. I was like, dude, man, what are you doing? (laughs) It's not Marvel. This is fucking Black Mirror, bro. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Again, I just thought the, the use of social media, again, the power of it, being able to use it. And how much information people give because of the locations and IMEI numbers. Obviously, they were talking about how mobile phones have have distinct trackers, you know, of GPS signals and mm. how you can link that to an IP, IMEI number of a phone and how you can get targeted and the dangers of so much information out there being able to access everybody or anybody wherever they are in the world. And if that information gets in the wrong hands, people can be targeted individually. Rather yep. than and 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 be done with without destroying anything else in the world in terms of structure, it was a terrorist attack that was direct to the source. They just wanted to kill someone, and they were able to do it without blowing things up. You know how else would you kill three hundred thousand people? You'd try and concentrate it, wouldn't you? Yeah, concentrate. That's see, horrifying. But, exactly, but this terrorist attack was able to individually just sort out with these killer bees, just straight into up through the nose or in the mouth or in the ear, straight in the brain, dead. You know? Bang. Immediate. Little bit of suffering for two minutes, but bang. And that is yeah. fucking scary. Very you don't scary. ever want it to get to that level, but yeah, it was pretty much just showing the power of if your if your data, if your um you know, the information's on your phones is used in the wrong way. Uh, maybe everybody should switch off location services. Are you listening, people? I'm trying to scare you now. <laughs> switch off location, motherfucker. I have a bee in your. I have a bee in your location. <laughs> AI, AAI, <laughs> Sanford Index bees, AI bees, not D's, uh, ADIs. <laughs> Get rid of the D. But anyway, Jesus. that was all 
the episode, so we've pretty much talked two hours, ten minutes on Black Mirror. But we need to finish this off side with our rating. So do you want to rate the shows in terms of what you think? And I'll rate Each them. episode. Yeah, no, 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 not rating as in five out of ten. Do from your favourite to your worst. Just just list them. Okay. Um, well, I had as my favourite was White Christmas. Um, then it was the entire history of you. Then shut up and dance. Um, White Bear, and then kind of to be honest, from there the lot the next ones then are quite close. Um, there's not really like I found it hard then from there to really pick my favourite ones, and then at the very and then at the very end, um, I had. The Waldo one was the one that I didn't hate it, but that's that's probably the only one that I would never watch back. Um, the rest of them I are pretty even for me, I'd say, but they'd be my top five anyway, for sure. Okay. And then it's 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 hard to put the rest of them in it, yeah, in a certain order. You know, you know, like it does kind of get a little bit blurry. Then hate it in the nation i'd I'd probably put quite high as well actually um them six yeah yeah okay i can go through mine then i've I've actually got them down in numbers so first let's go from the bottom instead 13th waldo moment 12th san Junipero. yes people i'm sorry (laughs) it was rated first for some but it lost It, it just didn't it just, I had my head in my phone at one point with it because it just didn't connect with me. Um, Men Against Fire, that's not um, anything bad against it. It wasn't one I connected with again, but wasn't rubbish, but just wasn't as good as the others. Uh, 15 million merits, 10th. I get, I love this one. Just shows you how many good ones there were, you know? And so from 10 to 6, from 10 to 7, I'd say they're very tight. Um, 9, National Anthem, The Pilot. Again, thought it was great. I, I love Rory Kinnear, so it, it, this is no slight on it. Playtester 8. Uh, I know I didn't speak about it too much in the show, but I'm a computer guy, you know, I'm a gaming guy. And it was a simple one, but it was still, it was still fun to see what the, what the shit can go down or would be able to go down, uh, with virtual reality products. And yes, I'm using my PS, whatever it's called. But <laughs> as long as it doesn't plug into the back of my head, I'll be alright. Um, Number seven, Be Right Back. We spoke about that in depth. Number six, Hated in the Nation. Number five, White Bear. Number four, Entire History of You. Number three, Nosedive. Number two, Shut Up and Dance. And number one, White Christmas. So pretty close to you, really. Just mm. just swapped around the top five, I think, in, in a different way. It wasn't much difference, but... Okay, that was long, dude. Yeah. That was long, but if you've enjoyed it, please do let us know if you enjoyed the two-part series on Black Mirror. There was 13 episodes to cover, lots to talk about in them. We wanted to cut across the good stories. If you haven't seen it, and you're probably going to go watch it now in the spoiled version, doesn't matter. Um, You know, you can go and have a watch. They're they're still really, really good, and we probably didn't do them justice, you know, anyway. In terms of when you watch it, it's totally different in terms of talking about. We wouldn't be able to get across the level of detail that some of these are in. Thank you very much, Simon, for that and for your time in covering that show. No problem. Thanks for having me again. No, no, no problem. We're working back very, very soon. Magnificent. So what's coming up on On The Box? 
oh my god, I have so many shows to cover. I just need to find people to do them. I want to do Sneaky Pete very soon. I want to do Goliath. Um, you know, that would be an interesting one to do. Uh, I want to do Power. I think I'm looking for the guest for that next. And um, there's a series of un- unfortunate events that I like that I want to talk about. I think I'm going to be doing that with Harindabaji very soon. So. So many shows coming or need to be covered on On The Box. They will all be done. And uh, please, please, please keep listening um, to all the other shows. The Movie Night is out for The Untouchables with them. Uh, and, and also the AI Comic Pod's out as well. There'll be plenty more shows coming. Have a, have a read of some of the articles on the AI channel too, especially the comic ones that Joey Connors does. Go and check those out. You'll enjoy them. And uh, keep on listening to stuff like AI Audible, the new stuff that we're bringing out. AI TV from Nina will be back as well this weekend, I hope, or early next week. So loads and loads of stuff to come. Go and check it out. I thank you once again. This is the sixth year of Anfield Index. The fact that we can do things like this, talk about TV shows, something that we're really passionate about, is uh, amazing and really, really thankful that there's so many of you listening as well. Appreciate your time and um, here's to the next six years. Thank you very much. See you next time on The Box. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 